hey, everybody. It's the Hoopstock. Hey, hey, hey. Hello, hello, hello. Oh my gosh. We have been talking off camera and I think we're fired up. I think we're ready to go for today's episode. <laughs> like warmed up. <laughs> I know. I know. I had a lot to say, but not to record. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. You're listening to the Hoopstock. I'm Liz Lap. We have Karen with us, of course, and Kendall. Um, and yeah, we made it through an insurrection, which, you know, <laughs> hopefully when this episode comes out, no, everything will go safe and smooth with the inauguration as best that we, it can. Um, we've had an impeachment. Ooh, um, Second time, you know, second impeachment, Um, and a lot of shit happening in sports. So we're going to talk all about that today. We have like several um, storylines that we've been talking about, chatting about, covering threads, all that good stuff. Before we do that, as always, I like to check in with my co-host, Karen. How are you holding it down? How's it in SF? Tell us everything. Uh, You know, the weather's nice. The skies are blue. Um... But I'm bored. That's it. <laughs> I mean, there's other stuff, but it's not ready for air. So <laughs> it's not fully baked for airtime. <laughs> but still, that's good, Sunny. I know you were mentioning the uh, rent is going down. Oh, yeah. I think San Francisco is going down. It went down 27% from last year. Whoa. Um, I think. Uh, 90% of new homes that went on sale were people like leaving the Bay Area. Mm. It's nuts. Mm. It's nuts. Exodus. Come back. All you Bay Area natives, come back. Yeah, get, get back there. Get back there. Bring the color back. <laughs> <laughs> the color was drained, so it does need it. Yeah. Uh, Kendall, how are you? How's it hanging with the fam in Utah? It's hanging. I'm, I'm like Karen. I'm bored. I've reached my limit of TV shows and internet, and last night I caught myself just, like, pacing around the house. <laughs> my mom was like, what are you doing? Like, go bake cookies or something. <laughs> oh, I did. Oh, yeah, same. So, yeah, it's just, I've reached my limit of, like, reading books and watching TV and re- watching movies and, and just over it. <laughs> right, right. And yeah, I mean, it's funny because I think even like missing, like going into the office and like being around coworkers, you know what I miss? I miss snacks. I miss having snacks available at any given moment. (laughs) I really miss that. I weirdly miss sitting in traffic and just like (laughs) coming out and listening to music. Okay. Or a podcast. Right. I don't enjoy it at the time. <laughs> I would like to get where I'm going. Yeah. But like right now I'm like, oh man, that was kind of like a nice little like me time where I could just mm-hmm. put my music on or whatever I want to listen to and right. just zone out. Right. And now I don't have that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. I will say though that it has helped like me save money in a way. I mean, I may do do a lot of online shopping, but hey. <laughs> I, you know, compounded with being able to go out and do a bunch of stuff. It's like definitely cut some costs down, which are good. And you know, I find that 
I have too many things that I want to do that I become paralyzed and do nothing. <laughs> like, I'm like, I want to read this book. I want to write this thing. I want to do this thing, you know? And then I just end up watching CNN all day um, on my sofa while scrolling through Twitter. Cause it's yeah. so like, mm. why not kill yourself? Like, <laughs> it's like literally like smoking a pack of, an hour, a pack of cigarettes. It's, it's the equivalent. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like eating a big steak with eggs and smoking cigarettes is basically yeah. and CNN. Like shooting and- yourself up. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Um, I do try to uh, – like I do my bird watching and I do walk around my neighborhood because it's like beautiful out here. But even then I'm just like, what did I miss? <laughs> What's going on? Um, so I'm, I am trying not to pick up my phone right away when we when I wake up. Maybe give myself some time, set myself up. I did finally get my do my own nails since, since March. Nice. Just plain nail polish or doing those fancy Instagram dips? Uh, you know, no, I'm not. Well, I can't do the dips. I don't have He's the patience. It so easy. <laughs> I don't have patience. I'm not organized or disciplined enough to do like advanced manicure. Like this is that uh, one of those kits that you get where it comes with like a like, you know, it's almost the equivalent of like having training wheels on your bike so that you don't fall. Like this has like a special thing you put on your polish caps so that you use your left. I like my sticking my fin- my tongue out of my mouth. And I'm like, oh, trying to figure out how to do my, my right hand with my left. I mean, it's a mess. It's, it's a mess. mess. Yeah. yeah. But I, I think I did pretty good. good. I think it looks good. They look good from here. Yeah. Right. Although I did have like black all over my uh, like skin, so I just said, like, <laughs> to wash it, it off. Polish remover. And you know, it's like all like it looked like I did a fingerprinting. Love <laughs> the black nail polish, but yeah, you know what? In the end, it was fine. I I just felt like I bought new makeup because Rihanna Ooh, came out with a yeah. new like powders, and I was just like, okay, let me see if I can recoup a little bit of, I don't know, no, glamour. Glamour. Just a little glamour. Just a touch. See, you did the Rihanna. I went J-Lo beauty, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. That's right. I'm going to have to buy, like, Taylor Swift something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we got it. We got to do it. You're going to have to. I mean, look at with you with all the all your weight loss with the keto. You're looking like know, girl, all like high older. cheekbones. You need like, to put some fucking the fuck's going on over here. I know you need a highlighter on them cheekbones. You need to take selfies for the hoopstock social account. Well, I'm saying we need to thirst like, trap you yes, out trap on the Instagram. <laughs> me washing my hair then. <laughs> It's been a and minute. just do a TikTok of you braiding it all nice and yeah, and then yeah, ooh, yeah. with the bikini top on. Yes, because that's how I braid. My hair. <laughs> we are not there quite yet. <laughs> yeah, just throwing it out there. Or something we're like pimping Look. you out. <laughs> I just want to put some reels up on the hoop stock. So when you're ready, I need you in bikinis and I need you braiding your hair. Oh my lord! <laughs> and the bikini, the the two cups need to be basketball cups. <laughs> yes, I'll do it like varsity blues, and it's just oh, cream. <laughs> <laughs> cream. 
We want to keep it like sporty, but sexy, but educational. So make sure you're braiding your hair. Yeah. Smart, sporty spice. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Wrapped up in in a reel. Do it in like 30 second reel. Um, With that, I'm going to switch over to our housekeeping. As always, make sure you are downloading the Good News Radio and podcast app because you can listen to our um, show premiering at 6.30 p.m. You can also subscribe or like on, you know what? Fuck Apple Podcasts. I'm going to stop promoting them because they're the worst. So do I that if you like. Notifications. <sighs> yeah, that's true. But still, like, I don't know. Maybe I just need to work on my how I publish. But anyway, <laughs> um, Spotify is good. We're there too. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at the Hoops Talk Pod, and you can follow us on Instagram at the Hoops Talking. I do like to post every once in a while. There's some good stuff coming out um, that we'll talk about. Um, but that's it. Um, and today is Shade's birthday. I think it's Aaliyah's birthday too. And F. F-I-K-A twigs. It's Capricorn Queens. And Re- Regina King, too. It's her fifth. Oh, there you go. Her go see kid. One Night in Miami. It's fantastic. It's on Prime. Um, so happy birthday, Capricorn Queens. And with that, we're going to take a short break, and we will be right back. And we are back. So <laughs> there – I can't believe, like, it's only been a week. There's been so much that's happened. It's felt like three weeks. Yes. It's insane. I mean, not to mention just like the postponed games, which my fantasy league might as well just be, you know, I should just suit up. Why did you even set your lineup? (laughs) I wouldn't. To do what? I get get alerts that says so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so and and so-and-so are injured and they're on your starting lineup. I'm like, that's all the people I have. And then I was like, what is PPD? Who the fuck is, what team is that? (laughs) Maybe you'd be smart to pick up like the guys who are super far down the bench for when all the starters point. I mean, that's a hot tip right there. Yeah, just look quickly at the injury or IL report and then be like, they name people who's gonna take you know, they name these guys, and I'm Mm -hmm. like, oh, here we go. I know if you if you like subscribe to Roto Roto Wire, you can see the starting lineups too, so that you can. But the thing is, is that so the way our league is set up, you we have like one day waiver, so like you can pick someone up, but it won't be the same day; it'll be the next day. So you kind of have to be ahead one day, and then I'm in another league where I get two ad drops per week, and that's it. It's like I. I thought I was like, oh, you know, I'm gonna do this ad drop, these two ad drops, and feel good about it. And then I was like, I don't feel good about this. <laughs> so yeah. it's just a crapshoot. So good luck. It's hail mary of uh, of fantasy right now. Um, with that though, sad news: Carl Anthony Towns did test positive for COVID nineteen. That poor man and his family. It's just devastating. That sucks. Knock it off with yeah. his family. Just yeah. seriously. I don't know how he's dealing dealing with the disease <sighs> that fucking killed. He him. was already. Remember when they came back after the bubble? He was in tears, just trying to play the first game. So to, for this to happen, and then I know he had a. Um, he posted on Instagram, and like the last paragraph says, you know, I promise, like to his, I think his nephew, niece, and nephew, that he won't be in a coffin in a grave next to his mom that he was going to fight this. And you're just like, oh, like my heart just broke in a billion pieces. Yeah. Poor guy. 
And, you know, there's people saying like, hey, maybe they do need to shut down the NBA. Yeah. I wouldn't be mad. Think about it as people who sit at a desk and a computer, like Mm -hmm. it's not easy to be working in this environment. Imagining having to be physically and mentally ready on court, like traveling. Yeah. Traveling still. Oh my God. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I, it's just sad. It's, it's sad. Um, I think when the news is more, more geared toward what games are being postponed rather than what games are being played, you might have an issue on your hands. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's all we're talking about. We're not even talking about the games. Yeah. Well, not only that, but like, also, they, they just go – it's very nonchalant the way they do, do it, right? It's like, oh, PPD, postponed. It's like no discussion. Like there's no – I don't know. It just feels like it's becoming very normalized to have postponed games or have players on the injury list because of COVID protocols. Like it's just becoming – they're starting to normalize it more and f- by normalizing it, kind of making it easier for them to just stay open. Yeah. You know? So I don't know. It's it's rough. Um, other sad news is y- Yusuf Nurkic will undergo surgery for a fractured wrist, and he's out indefinitely. Okay, in his face. She's fuming. I know. Did you have him on your league? I do have. Him. Okay, that's another thing. So I got the double whammy of him being on my team and being the like good center that we have and need. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's also on my fantasy team. So. Yeah. He was great in the bubble too. He really showed up at the bubble and his he had that one game where his grandmother had passed away actually from COVID and he went and still played and they just knocked it out of the park. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So that's cool. It was like last year we lost Zach Collins. Mm-hmm. This year we're losing him. It's mm-hmm. just like, why can't why can't we just yeah. Have a full season where people are just missing games because of load management and not broken yeah. bones. <laughs> no, I agree with you. I agree with you. Yeah, he fractured his wrist, I believe, during the Pacer game. And you're just like, oh, he just, man, that, that's a blow. That's a blow. Okay, Rip City, we're I'm, with you. And now I know what uh, Karen feels like when Clay's gone. <laughs> yeah. Two years. It's been rough. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, besides like Clay being a great player, he's like emotional. Entertaining. Yeah. Entertaining. Is emo- yeah. He's, he's a lot. He's a lot of good things that we miss. Even I miss him and he's not on my team. But you just love him. So that's. The- I do. <laughs> <laughs> you just love the team. I mean, I just love his deep yeah. thoughts. Carpe <laughs> diem. Carpe uh, diem. be a sideline reporter again. Okay. Oh, I know. With all his little bobbleheads. It's fantastic. Um, and some good news, Jimmy Butler. What? He got featured in GQ. I read the whole um, interview. Man, what a man, what a man, what a mighty good man. It's so funny. We used to hate on his ass so much. Well, he was so petty, but I mean. Yeah, where sweaty and petty came from. <laughs> yes, yes, actually. <laughs> and now look at, look at us. Look at us. And now we're here. Here we are. Well, the, awesome. he did. He does talk about that on the interview. He does say, you know, people think I'm a dick on the because they see me on the court and the way I act, and you know, but they don't know me off the court. And I think 
he became a breakout star in the bubble, um, which was kind of interesting too, because I think the bubble allowed for more concentrated like storylines and, you know, because they were in just one place, you know, just like one area. Um, And he really took that team to the finals, to the fucking finals. Okay. Yeah. Right. And on you know, exactly. (laughs) They were like, jump on that butt because we're going to the finals. And, you know, ultimately he said, yeah, we didn't win, which is what you want to do. But he was like, you know, he mentions that, yeah, I didn't um, have my family come with me because I'm going to work and it'll bring my family to work. And, you know, he showed himself to be a real leader. And um, yeah, he lists pictures. His photos were fantastic. I posted them on our Instagram. Um, He also talks about the importance for him personally to make sure that um, women are treated equally as men or paid as the same because he has a daughter and he wants to make sure she knows she can do whatever she wants and she can do it just like a man. So, you know, there's some, a lot of good learnings. He's a good, good guy. So that's exciting to see another side I'm of Jimmy. Into the dimensions and into those layers. Right. Yeah. He's right. Funny. He's good at basketball. Cares about women. Check, check, check. Meme King. is a good one. <laughs> Meme King. <laughs> yeah, Jeff King. I mean, his facial expressions. <laughs> He's great. Okay. Yeah, he has good, good at it. I don't think we, we, it's not that we disliked him as much as we were like, okay, you're fucking petty. <laughs> yeah, I, I need a, uh, I need a Butler and Jamie Foxx movie. Someone, Regina. <laughs> Have those two on screen together, like yeah. two brothers of something. I don't know. Regina King needs to make one night in the bubble <laughs> and have like Jimmy Butler played by uh, what's his name? Oh, I wanted them side by side on oh. screen together. Okay. Oh, I feel like they would be like buddy, a buddy cop movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like, I like that. The twin brother <laughs> cops. I like it, uh, right? Twins, twins, doubles. <laughs> <laughs> Double trouble. Wait, Double trouble. that's the Olsen. That might be the Olsen twins. <laughs> it's the reboot of Double Trouble. <laughs> they, they have to meet up with Chris Paul and his twin. <laughs> Cliff Paul? Yes, absolutely. Um, let's see. Okay, so we need to talk. We need to talk about Kyrie. I'm sorry, but we need yeah, to talk I about him. It, you know. <sighs> and the Nets. And how they're going to be a media nightmare. Oh. Katie, Harden, and Kyrie with one-word answers or no answers. Mm. or mm. <laughs> You know what's funny is Steve Nash is actually a really nice person. Like, he's a really uh, gentle soul, you know, hair, hair Canada. He was a Bronco, Santa Clara Bronco. Um, and he's, he's a gentle soul. And now he is being put in <laughs> in a precarious position. Um, and then I, I just hope that he doesn't, you know, roll over on some of the things um, that could potentially happen with this trio. Um, I don't want to die. I don't want to, I'm trying to stay positive with Kyrie because I do think that there are, there's issues there with mental health that mm-hmm. just like, I don't think that should be made fun of, I'm but I do. Him, yeah. yeah. Like, I don't I completely understand not want it, wanting to work because of the insurrection. Right. Oh. Okay. Period. Like stuff down that day. That was insane. Yeah. Work on that day. I couldn't I I couldn't. I, I just 
I had like no energy and then processing it. And then he's a black man and he's processing the injustices of racial inequality right there. So it's just like, okay, let me get this straight. And a lot of people, like I know we talk, um, uh, well, who was it? Um, deloading. What, what's his name? Oh, D'Angelo Russell. Russell. Yeah. You know, the reporters asked him about what they thought he thought about the insurrection. And he was like, well, you know what? I have, we have time. So why don't I actually ask you to answer, you know, talk about it. Tell me what you think about it. You know, because a lot of times I know like Doc Rivers has said that they've been put the burden to talk about the feelings that they're having um, and explain the emotion. And so he, so D'Angelo Russell put it back onto the reporters um, and there were white reporters and they gave their honest opinion and he really wanted to have a discussion with that. So this was not something that was like happening in a silo for these players or for the country. I mean, honestly, like everyone was feeling in a way and I couldn't work. I couldn't focus. I had to like tell people like, I'm sorry. I mean, Kendall and I had actually an appointment and we were just like, you know what? We're going to go ahead and have to push that out a little bit. So it's not like we were all affected. So I totally understand Kyrie just being like, I can't work. I'm not going to work. I shouldn't have to really have an excuse. If you just turn on your TV, you can kind of understand why those things happen. Um, And I think that's important. But I do also think that you know, when transpired, because I follow Worldwide Wob, and it, he put it upon himself to do a Law and Order invest, Special Victims Unit <laughs> investigation of the video. I mean, the guy, if you guys have, have yeah. not seen his video, he was like pulling up Yelp reviews with pictures of the club and all these different locations. It was so like, I was like, God damn, this is like, you should be on the FBI team. Yeah, no time either. Yeah, it was like timelines and all this stuff. So, um, and he's un- he basically uncovered that Kyrie went to his sister's, I believe, 30th birthday and that it was more than 15 people. It's all these NBA protocols and um, that he didn't follow to do this. And I think that's where I'm like, Hmm, you know, I get it. Like you don't want to be told what to do. I understand that. But you know, if it's part of the rules of your job. Yeah. Like if you're in healthcare. Right. So there, if they set up some rules and you decide not to do those rules, then getting fined and all that stuff that's what's going to happen. And also like, this is a team sport and I don't know how awesome your teammates felt to know that they're playing fine. You couldn't play because it affected you in a different way. Okay, fine. They still played. Um, you go off to, you know, cause you have the money and you have the privilege to say like, well, I'll just pay the fines and I'm going to go do what I'm going to do. And other players are like, fuck, I'm a bench player. I'm trying to win. And, you know, you just go off and do whatever you want. The consequences of fine that you laugh at, you know, you're just like, whatever, you know, you, you're in that headspace. And the disrespect to like your teammates and your coach, your bosses, whatever. Um, you know, some people tell me like, well, you know, hit, how disrespectful is the NBA for making the plan? So I'm like, I don't know, but that's your job. <laughs> I don't know. 
Like I'm wrestling with it because I understand from an emotional standpoint, but at the same time, I'm like, if I did that to you guys, I think you would be pissed at me. Yeah. Well, it's, it's one thing to take care of your own mental health. That's one thing. That's fine. Whatever. You know, at work, we had Jared Allen when he was still on the team. <laughs> it was literally like a couple days before he got traded. But, and he was like, we support him. He's our brother, you know, whatever. We'll, we'll keep doing what we have to keep doing. So it's one thing to like take off time for yourself. But then if you're putting your teammates in harm's way by not following the protocols, that's yeah. another thing, you know, like th- those are two separate things in my book. Like, cool. Take however much time you need. We all have our mental issues, especially in this year, right? Yeah. Like if you're going to have a, a breakdown or go be going through something, this is the year that you're probably going to have that if you've never had it before. Yes. But in that process, if you are doing things that could potentially, when you do finally come back, put your teammates who have been there and have been supporting you through this in harm's way, then that's where the, the issue should be. Yeah. Right? Like it's, okay, so you want to celebrate with your, your sister and your dad mm-hmm. for their birthdays. That's fine. Do it with just you, you know, a handful of people and wear a mask. Right. Yeah. Why do you have to throw some big extravagant thing? There are plenty of people who didn't have the Christmases that they wanted to have mm-hmm. this year or the birthdays they wanted to have this year. Mm-hmm. Like why, what makes, because you have a little bit more money than we do, like you, you don't have to follow those rules. That's yeah. not fair. <laughs> it isn't fair. It isn't fair. And I think it really cancels out a lot of the goodwill that he puts out there. You know, because some people are like, oh, well, he paid for the WNBA childcare and he gives to all these charities. And it's like, okay, so like I was saying earlier, I can be a shitty person, but as long as I give to charity, then I should be excused of doing shitty things. Yeah. I mean, he's, I don't know if he was joking, but you know, the whole flat earth thing. And there's a lot of folks who sort of practice that different kind of metaphysical mindset and they don't Mm -hmm. think COVID's real or they're just kind of like whatever, or they look at the percentage. And again, it's that selfish, like, oh, well, it's, it's percentage is this, but it's like, you don't realize for you, but maybe not the person next to you that you're going to pass it on to. Yeah. So, yeah, because I have a feeling Carl Anthony Towns did everything with the protocols, knowing seeing his mom die and yet he still got it. So that wasn't because he wasn't doing protocols. I would assume, I assume it's because someone else wasn't doing it and they just came up in asymptomatic and then he got it. And it's like, here we are high-fiving on court and hugging still. Yeah. And people still have to, people are, the essential workers are still having to clean the stadiums and the bathrooms. And then they're still having like fans starting to come in. I think there was 2000 fans at the Knicks game um, in Cleveland last night. So fans are coming into some of these stadiums. It's such, it, the, the, the thing we're in this thing that is just, we're, we're, we're like, what, is they, what do they say when you're trying to build the airplane and fly it while you're flying it? Oh, yeah. And that's how it feels. And yet, like, yes, going to a grocery store or going to your place of business where you have to be around other people and doing protocols is one thing. But to actively go to a party and, and flaunt the protocols that um, are put in place because, you know, you're part of this family, this group, this team, this league, this organization. I don't know. You know, it seems like that's where we still have to have some sort of critical thinking 
even if we ha- if we want to be thoughtful about mental health, there still needs to be critical thinking because people look at him and are like, dude, that's fucked up. <laughs> so that's the other thing, these guys have these platforms. Do they honestly think that they're going to be able to just do this kind of stuff and not have a picture leak or like, right. Cause it, it's that whole invincible mentality. Like, yeah. I mean the, the quarterback for the Redskins or not the Redskins, the Washington football team, excuse me. Yes. He, he got his starting job back. And then that night he's out with a bunch of strippers maskless <sighs> that the pictures get leaked. And a couple weeks later he loses his job. It's like, do you honestly think that people aren't going to post pictures of you guys out doing this stuff? Yeah. It's just, it blows my mind. Like, yeah. Yeah. It, you know, and to your point, like, we're not saying don't celebrate. What we're saying is, you know, you, your the pod that you're in and a bottle of champagne for now. And then like, know that you'll be able to do, like I had, I, I attended a wedding that was done in Z- at, via Zoom. And, you know, you think that those people wanted to have all their fa- friends and families like away? No, but it was what it was. And they still were able to have a cherished moment. Right. I think we just put too much fucking, you know, weight on the fact that you need to have a 50 foot cake and strippers and sushi bar, a buffet. (laughs) I've always said like during this pandemic, like, okay, so you didn't get to have the Christmas you wanted or the Thanksgiving you wanted. Like who says that once this is all over that you can't just randomly do that Mm -hmm. once stuff's open? Like, why can't you have Christmas in July? Right, like, yeah. like we didn't get to do our Christmas in 2020, so everything's opened up in July. Mm-hmm. Let's just have our Christmas now. Why can't you do that? Why can't yeah. just push it off a few months? It's yeah. okay to like do things out of schedule and out of the norm. Fully it's, okay. Times like this, right? we at the Hoops Talk are giving you 100% permission. permission. If you, if we come out of COVID and everything's kosher in July, have your Christmas. Have your Christmas. In June, do your Thanksgiving. Yeah. Have your birthday, like start your birthday from the minute we're done with COVID till the next birthday cycle. Not everything has to happen on the exact day it says. Do it whenever you want. Whenever you want. (laughs) Whenever you want. You know what? Whenever you want. There you go. Just do it. Do it. Ugh. Which, and, and another thing with the whole Nets, the Brooklyn mess, is that James Harden got traded. I can't. I'm sorry, but the Trailblazers dodged a bullet with that one, in my opinion. Tell me about it. Like, I, it's I like off my fantasy team. <laughs> it, it's know, like points. being in college and the hot guy, hot best jock in high school is like, let's date. And he's all fat and past <laughs> his peak. And then it's like, sure. Like, why okay, are we're going to be body pause, body <laughs> pause. <laughs> okay, I'm fine, but okay. He just passed his peak. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, you know, I, I, like the whole thing he played. So they played the Lakers and that's his press conference was like, I can't do anything more here for Houston and his team. It's another thing. And then his team is like, yo, it's been like that. And F you. Okay. You know, how dare you? We're trying. And so you're, so we, we just finished talking about one Brooklyn Nets player who 
is only thinking about like himself and fuck the team. And now you're bringing another one in who just screwed an entire team to come on to your team. So yes. Right. I mean, toxic levels to the roof. And also it's like, Hey Kyrie, don't come back. Cause I have a new PG right here. And oh, he's yeah. all about the buckets. I didn't Charles Barkley said when he went, what did he, Charles Barkley right, chicken buckets. So he, <laughs> okay. Body pause. Body pause. <laughs> well, when you're being asked about your conditioning and how you're training and you just laugh about it as an athlete and this is your fucking livelihood, like, I'm going to knock on you. He just yeah. said, though, that he was making chicken buckets. <laughs> he looks like, uh, what's the little green monster from Monsters, Inc.? Where he's got the big, oh, Kaskowski yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or something. Kuskowski. Yes. He <laughs> is shaped like a chicken. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> chicken. <laughs> And I just watched the Lakers play the Pelicans, and I kept looking at Zion saying, don't say he's fat, Liz. <laughs> no, see, Zion's not. That's just, like, solid. Oh, well, don't say he's fat, because then you're going to get No, get he, he was born to be a football player, too, but he had the hops, so it's like, don't waste it. Yeah, he has flexibility. I mean, it's okay. Everybody's thinking it about James Harden. <laughs> right. James Hardy's is like, <laughs> yeah. He's like the new NBA bubble. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh oh my god body oh, pause wow. <laughs> i mean like we what do we do for our jobs we sit we use our brain okay the, he has to use his body yeah body yaddy 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 we're not over here like uh, smoking hella crack and being like, oh, body pause about our brain. No, uh-uh. True, true, true. That moneymaker oh, needs to be in shape. <laughs> I'm just wondering how Kyrie, I mean, honestly, like they, what do they need Kyrie for if they have James Harden? He can go party and do whatever he wants now. You know, I don't think they want a championship. I think their business goal today was um, make the news more than the Knicks. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No, they're they're, good that anyways. Thing is with it's funny too, because remember Kyrie said that he wanted to win a championship on his own. So that's why he was like dogging on LeBron and like yeah. left for Boston. First of all, you had to be in the building. <laughs> There's it's not just about saging. Like you actually have to like play. Um, so yeah, so I don't think that James Harden going there is going to help them because you got two players there that are like questionable because Katie's there too. And Katie's a great player and he looks like he's recovered a hundred percent. Um, so I just, I think the toxicity and like this whole mind games and having to like to deal with personalities, it's just a lot. And you have a brand new player coach. Um, luckily he has Dan Tony there who has dealt with James Harden in the past. So he can maybe give him some points, but I just, I don't think that there you have, you see what you have to do to make the decisions that you're going to win a championship. And I think we learned that too, from seeing what the Lakers did with the core that they had. And then also just reading Jimmy Butler's interview where he's like, yeah, I didn't bring my family because I wasn't here to play. I was like, 
I was here to play and win, not here to like be in Disneyland. So um, let's see. Ooh, so we have some WNBA news. I'm really excited actually about this because the WNBA is going to celebrate their free agency. Um, or actually, they're the WNBA is going to celebrate the 25th anniversary season this year, 2021, and their free agency starts on February 1st. And so I, because you know we're all Sparks fans, and the Sparks came out with this um, with their free agency update, and I thought what would be really interesting is there's a lot of questions going around about what certain things mean and in free agency. So I thought I would just do like a quick primer. So an unrestricted free agent is a player who can negotiate their contract with any of the 12 WNBA teams and sign anytime after February 1st. And then your core player. So I think there's three core player, three players that record and basically that they are designated players and teams uh, retain exclusive negotiating rights. So the Sparks made Neka Umake a core player. The Aces made Liz Cambage a core player. And I believe Seattle made Natasha Howard a core player. I could be wrong on that last one. but So basically, they're in it. And they have, they have to work with their team for negotiating rights. A restricted free agent is a player who has four years of service and is, um, let's see, the restricted free agency gives the player's prior team the right to keep the player by matching the contract offer of the player signs with another team. So basically if, you know, the, whatever, uh, if they're four, they've played with the Sparks for four years and then uh, another team wants to sign them, the Sparks has time to say like, okay, we'll meet the contract so that you don't go. Um, and Brittany Sykes is a restricted free agent for the Sparks. And then a suspended contract expired is um, uh, when you have um, you ex- you maintain exclusive negotiating rights with the 2014 number one pick. So Shanae McKay is a suspended contract expired because she sat out 2020 due to medical um, precautions. And then a reserve player um, has three or fewer years of service and are considered reserved, um, which was Taya Cooper, but they just signed her. So they re-signed her, which is awesome. I love her. I think she's like definitely part of the future of that team. And she, um, shared, she shared our story. On- I know. We congratulated her on our stories and she shared it. She's awesome. I love her. Um, let's see. And then you have the players under contract which um, for the Sparks, it's Christy Tolliver, Christine Egnigu, Maria Vadiva, Sydney Weiss, Terry Ruffin-Pratt, Marie Golick, and of course, Taya. And then they also have overseas player. So there's a lot of different um, player, uh, you know, in free agency. And I thought that the, we could just to go over it because a lot of people are like, what is cord? What, is, what does it mean they were made core? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so it's I like I sat in a uh, WNBA room on Clubhouse that was hosted by uh, Christina Williams of Girls Talk Sports Clubhouse. TV. I sent both of you motherfuckers. I need a, a primer Clubhouse. on that too. I okay, I listen. I don't want to just like listen to people talk. <laughs> <laughs> I know I, that's a meeting. If, 
there, yeah, that's just a Zoom meeting on an app. I mean, it, I can just go to Twitter and people are talking all kinds of shit and saying the same things. Fine. I will be uh, the old lady, the oldest lady on this crew will go into the new technology and, and basically troll. Like yeah, I'll just basically moment right now. I feel like as soon as all of this pandemic is over, it's going to fizzle out because nobody's going to sit there and want to listen to people just bitch at each other on it. I actually, I mean, some of them, I'm just like, oh, a lot of them are like, feel a scammy, but hers was good. And she talked about WNBA and she talked to a lot of people that we're familiar with, like Ari and um, uh, Miles. And like, she just had like a big crew of WNBA um, analysts. And so they weren't, they didn't have too many like, oh, you know, some surprises, but um, it's just heating up. So we'll see what happens there. But for as far as our sparks, I'm feeling good. The only thing that I'm concerned about um, for them is the, um, I'm going back to the sheet. Is, Chelsea. Yes. The unrestricted free agents include Candace Parker, Chelsea Gray, Raquena Williams, Simone Augustus, and Rashonda Gray. And Candace and Chelsea are the big ones. I don't want to. I want to see Candace end her career. Yeah, with the I spark retire with the sparks with a win. I'd like okay. to see that. I would like to see rings and save for Chelsea. So, whatever. That's what I want. <laughs> yeah, listen, <laughs> right? <laughs> Please listen to me. That's what I want. Um, but yeah. That's it with the that was some cool WNBA news happening there. I think um, with that we'll take a quick break and we'll come back and just hit up our fantasy league. So we'll be right back. And we are back. So I know we talked about fantasy at the beginning of the show, but I just like to like you know do a wrap up. Um, really not necessary because there's not that many players playing, but, um, for our league, there's eight teams. I'm in sixth place. Uh, Kendall, you are in seventh and Karen, you are in fifth place. So basically we, week. what happened? We suck. I'm telling you, Shit. you just need one bad week. You and I are up against one another right now. We're four, four. I know one bad it's me week. and you, me and you are four four. Okay, um, my other league, I'm four four also with the person that I'm playing. Can, uh, Kendall, I don't know what you're where you at. Let me see. Well, I just what know Ballaholics benched Steph Curry because he wasn't checking his fucking lineup, so he should be going down. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently he has gone down. So. <laughs> <laughs> Um, let's see here. Uh, yeah, he's seven one. Ballaholics, Rip City Rollers is kicking his butt. Good. Um, let's see. Oh, but that's gonna bring Marcy up real high. No, no, goddamn it. Well, it's her son that picked for her. I don't know. Commissioner might have to do an investigation. You do. You need to investigate that. I need to investigate. Okay, you're six three. Greg's it. Kendall. I know, but I have like a full slate of games today. Okay, good, good. Oh, yeah, yeah. Too. The weekends save us. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Monday's, Monday's Martin Luther King 
day. And um, besides it being a time of reflection and uh, trying to do something good in society, it's also a giant day for basketball. So remember to set your lineups. That's number one tip. Number two, start looking deep on them benches. (laughs) Start looking at players that have modest to low salaries that can't afford fines nor extravagant birthdays with more than 15 people on an an undisclosed island with no masks and strippers and an all-you-can-eat sushi buffet that's, you know, open air. We're pretty much watching the G League now. (laughs) Pretty much. That Jordan sits at the end of the bench. (laughs) never takes his The cheerleader on the bench. That's on your team. (laughs) Yeah, please. The ball boy. See if he is available um, to get on your team. I would also say take a look at some of those rookies that they just, I mean, Leangelo is like, Killing it, making history. Halliburton. Uh, I have Halliburton on my team. Love him. Tyrese. You, um, let's see who else. Um, no, not Leangelo. You're right, Lamelo, because Leangelo got cut from the Pistons before they even played a regular season game. Um, yeah, so I would say take a look at some of the, uh, what is it, Cole Anthony. Unfortunately, Obi Toppin had played like three games and he's still been injured. Poor guy. I feel bad. But the Knicks have been rolling, although they're on a three-game three losing streak. But they lost like last night's game by three points. That to me is more of a heartbreaker, like a dagger, is when your team loses by like a point. Or I would say a three-to-one point loss is probably the, the worst range to be in. Like I'm not saying you have to have a blowout, but that three-to-one point to me is like ugh like killer um and yeah so in the words of zach levine of the bulls we gotta learn how to win games so (laughs) wise words have ever spoken um and you know what we're just gonna roll right into the hoops off so i hope y'all know what your categories are because we're gonna go right into it um um, you know what? I will start since I'm not giving you guys any time to think. So, Karen, if you could time me. Okay. And we'll go from there. Okay. I know I'm through a total. It's okay. We're going to free ball this. it here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You ready? I'll go first since I set it up. Okay. You ready? Three, yeah. two. Okay. I want to take my hoops off to putting faces on food. Like I've seen a lot of commercials where it's like a chicken talking about being a chicken breast and like it's for chicken tenders or, you know, like a pig talking about how delicious bacon is or like a cow saying eat more eggs. You know, like I, I have a hard time with mascots of food places that are of the animal that I'm about to eat because I don't want to like be thinking that this was a live thing that had like a lot of jokes and it was a fun time and now they're in between two pieces of buns with some mayo on it and I'm going to put it in my mouth. So I would really appreciate it if you stop making food mascots of the animals I'm going to eat. That's my hoops off. <laughs> Very nice. 
Like, I'm sorry, but it's just so weird. Like, I don't like it. And they do that a lot with chicken. Like, a lot of these chicken places will have, like, a chicken. Oh, I'm a clucker. And you're like, oh, my God, I'm going to eat chicken tenders. Is it you? Yeah. <laughs> I have a hard time with that. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I Who got wants one. to go next? Serious. Okay. It's serious. Oh, think of one, okay, I've got a serious one. Maybe funny. I'm going to tell you when to go. <laughs> All right. Hoops off. Karen, ready, go. Don't make us work. Don't make the NBA athletes work. Don't make us, even if we're working from home, work. Like, shut this country down for three fucking weeks. Pay us a decent wage, at least just to get our bills paid and our fucking food in our mouths without faces. And maybe we can reset. Because we're, we're so focused on um, the economy, but yet, okay, I can't, you would rather me working with other mm. people in a building than like seeing mm. my brother? Like, no, 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 fuck that. Mm. Put it down, pay us. Uh, $2,000 mm. is enough. I mean, I appreciate you Dems trying to bring it up from 600, <laughs> but yes. there's countries mm. like Canada, there's other European countries, they're paying you universal income. They're paying ten to twenty thousand dollars to people so mm-hmm. they can be safe. Because to be honest, you need money in this world to survive. And if we want to survive, then pay people and make sure they don't have to work. I love that. That's so smart. Smart. Yeah. I love it. It's true. Yeah. Just it's just true. We are if so good. If, if we would have shut it down for two months and paid everybody. Think about where we could be. And it could be basic. Like, you don't have to pay me my wage. Just enough for me to pay my fucking bills where I live. Stop rent. Stop. Yeah. I mean, I just saw something that said if milk, a gallon of milk costs $3.50, then how do you think it's justified to uh, have the minimum wage be $7.50? It's trash. That minimum wage is trash. That's all right, Kendall. All right. (laughs) On this minimum wage. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, day, it, it, it got it. me all fired up. Ah. Hoops off Kendall. Here we go. Go. All right. So Biden came out and he said he's going to up the minimum wage to $15 an hour, which somebody did the math and it comes out to like $31,000 a year, which <laughs> is laughable. Yeah. Laughable. Then I saw a tweet that said, well, that's funny because teachers make about $34,000 a year. Mm. And so I see all these people who are like, clapping back about like, oh, you're going to let somebody who makes French fries make the same amount as teachers. How about you pay the person who's making your French fries a livable, a decent livable wage, I guess, with Mm -hmm. $30,000 a year, and you up how much fucking teachers make because Mm -hmm. they are taking your shithole little children for (laughs) hours a day and trying to fill their dumb little heads with knowledge Mm -hmm. on how to count and color and history and all this kind of stuff while you can go and do your yoga classes and all whatever. So rather than bitching that the person making french fries is going to get $15 an hour, how about you start paying everybody a livable wage because they Mm -hmm. deserve it. You shouldn't have yeah. to have a master's degree to become a teacher okay. and then you get paid $35,000 a year. Exactly. But that shouldn't mean that that person who has to work for, has to work four jobs just to pay to have food on the table. Like why yeah. can't we just like be chill with everybody? Why does it matter? Mm. Right. Let Seriously. Them and and is that 30 K pre taxes? 
What was that? Is that 30K th pre-tax? Oh, I don't know. Oh, probably not. Probably, probably. Yeah. Usually it's always pre-tax. That's, That's the thing. It's like, I think that, you know, now with the, with, and Karen, you're going through it firsthand with um, having to, you know, teach school from home, you know, and people are like, the first thing Biden needs to do is open the fucking schools back up is because, yeah, it's a hard fucking job to be a teacher. And they have to it pay is. for everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they do. They pay for the paper. Supplied yeah. by supplies. All out of their pocket. And then the, the people's justification is, well, they get three months off for summer. <laughs> and you don't think that they're but not. They probably have to work. Yeah, they're not picking up extra jobs. They so do. They can... Ubers and fucking right. whatever. Right. We, I mean, when did our, when did our teachers have to become part of the gig economy? to actually be able to yeah. live. And like, you know, it's crazy. Like you said, Kendall, oh, sorry, I was, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, like you said, they have to get their masters. It's yeah. like, and then we're paying cops, what, six figures, and they get, what, mm. like two weeks of training camp? And they have to yeah. just have a GED, right? <laughs> oh, my God. Well, we, uh, yeah, there's <laughs> that minimum wage and that, like. What's um, happening is people who, aren't on minimum wage are realizing how underpaid they are. Right. Yeah. Cause they're like, Oh, these people didn't have to go to college. Now they're going to get 15. I only make 25 and I went to college. Like, so then they're angry that these people are going to get $15. It's like, don't be like, you deserve more too. We all deserve more. Well, Karen, was it you? It might not have been you. It might've been something I saw on TikTok. I don't remember, but it was like a mom was trying to help her. Her kid was something, and she she had no idea what she was trying to help her with. So she would like be like, "Oh, I gotta just go to the bathroom real quick," and she'd run to the bathroom <laughs> and like she's taking shit, but she'd be like googling like how to do all this stuff. Yes, I know, but I mean, the way they fucking do math now—that's another shit show. I don't even get it. I couldn't do math when I was in school. There's no way. You know what's so funny, Karen, is I bet you it's exactly the same math we learned. <laughs> no, it's like, You're like them, instead of just like, okay, here, go figure out the solution. They make them draw out an entire scenario to show their work. That's like a word prop word. Going into like, technology, we're going to have tools to calculate. It's like proofs. They're trying to make me prove. I know. Trust me. I'm like. And how often do we use that shit? I'm all, here's my phone. Here's my calculator. Sorry. I'm well, in a yeah. where I don't need to know the angle of a triangle <laughs> every day. I'm all about just jamming it until it fits. Okay. <laughs> don't even use a measuring tape for it. I'm like, do a lot of this with my hands and then I just jam it and jam it <laughs> till it fits. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you right now, that whole math thing didn't real stick. No. No. <laughs> well, I think with that, <laughs> math sucks. Uh, let's wrap up this episode. So we want to thank everybody for listening. Um, we want to also tell you, everyone, we're going into inauguration on Wednesday. So please take care of yourselves. Make sure that you're getting the rest and health and help that you need. Because I just have a feeling this is going to go as smooth as we hoped oh, it yeah. will go. I mean, one who's not and well was invited, but saying they're not going is. Oh awesome. yeah, I love that. So, for anyone who's asked 
thank you for asking, but I will not be attending the inauguration. I tweeted that out too. Isn't that weird? Um, so yeah, so thank you for listening. Take care of yourselves. Make sure you give yourself some moment, give yourself some time to process because I think you have another big old heavy old week ahead of us. Um, make sure you're wearing a mask. Make sure you're washing your hands and your ass and trying to stay like less than 15 people anywhere. Just, you know, be safe. Um, you can also make sure to subscribe to the Good News Radio podcast app and Spotify. And you can follow us on our social handles. We're on Twitter and we're on Instagram. And we have some archival footage on YouTube. Um, we're going to try to make more reels with Kindle in the bikini braiding her hair. Um, it's on the creative content calendar. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and yes so ladies as we wrap how do we want to keep it we want to keep it sweaty and sweaty we out